The Oakland A's say good riddance, San Diego, and hello, Seattle. This is Locked on A's. You are Locked on A's, your daily Oakland A's podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, welcome back to another episode of Locked On A's. I'm Wayne Coy. It is so nice to have you here. And especially nice to know that you make us your first listen every day. Of course, Locked On A's is part of the Locked On Podcast Network. That means your team every day. And I know that your team is the Oakland A's. So let's dive right into it. Today's show is brought to you by our friends at Sleeper. Swing for the fences with Sleeper. As a matter of fact, the Sleeper picks, that's what you need. You can win up to a 100 times your money. All you got to do is download the Sleeper app. And then use the promo code, it's locked on, and you're going to get up to a $100 match on your deposit. Now, terms and conditions do apply. Make sure that you see Sleeper's terms of use for details. Currently operational in over 30 states. Make sure you check them out. Sleeper, check them out today. All right, let's talk about what happened. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't pretty. The A's, of course, uh, played the Padres more on what went wrong and how the wheels fell off there in just a minute. But... Uh, Let's focus on what's happening starting tonight. The A's are taking on the Mariners. And, of course, it's a three-game series. After being swept by the Padres, four straight losses for the A's are going to try to turn that around. Tonight, they do have a chance to play spoiler because the Mariners have something to actually play for, Uh, not so much for the A's. In fact, all they're playing for is to avoid some things. Like, for example, they are 46 and 103 right now, and that means that they have to finish the season 9-4 and four the rest of the way to avoid tying or exceeding even the worst record that the A's have ever had since they've been in Oakland. That was back in 1979. They were 54-108. and 108. So again, uphill all the way. they got to go 9-4 and four the rest of the way, and let's see if they can do that. This series is crucial, not so much for the A's, but for the Mariners because – We don't want to be record-setting bad. They just want to go to the postseason and maybe to the World Series for the first time ever. Can you believe that? As long as the Mariners have been around, and I think 1977 is when they entered the league, lots and lots of baseball played there, first at the Kingdome and uh, now outdoors. The Mariners, it kind of doesn't matter, I guess, where they play. They have some great seasons, but they never can seem to be able to get through the playoffs and onto the World Series. Well, they haven't. So, of course, that's what they want to do, and that means it's a big if for the Seattle Mariners because you know what? They're, they're scuffing it, too. They have lost their last three games. So you got two teams with a trajectory going the wrong way, one of them with definitely something to play for, and that would be the Mariners. So we'll see how that goes. But you know what? If you are a Seattle fan, I doubt you are if you're also an A's fan, but you might be, um, you're probably hoping that uh, you can make it into the postseason for the first time ever. If you're an A's fan, you're just hoping that it goes a little differently against the Mariners for the first time in a long time. Let's face it, last year, it wasn't pretty. The Mariners just owned the A's all season long, and we play them a lot, of course, because they're in the division. This year has not been an exception to that rule. They've played 10 times. Guess who's won nine? I'll wait. 
Okay. Yeah, so it's not gone well. The, the Mariners have basically been A's killers, and we'll see if they'll be able to continue that tonight. You know, there is a phrase that, uh, well, I guess it'd be like my grandparents' generation used to use. It was involving when you would sort of like put it out there for the members of the opposite sex, courting, if you will. They had a saying, it was called pitching woo. That's what you were doing when you were laying out your best stuff for her to hopefully pay attention to you. Pitching woo. Well, we're going to play like Missy Elliott. We're going to flip it and reverse it. We're not pitching woo. It's woo pitching for Seattle tonight, as in Brian Woo. And this kid came up with a lot of fanfare. Right-handed, rookie starter. He's only three and four on the year. Coming off a strong outing, though, as the Mariners shut out the Angels up in Seattle. He pitched five and two-thirds of scoreless baseball. And in that game, he didn't walk anybody, and he struck out eight. So we'll see if he's got that same kind of stuff tonight. Now, for the A's, it's uh, J.P. Sears making his club best 30th start of the season. Now, he is the only pitcher who's been in the rotation the entire year. Started off in the rotation and still is. He's the last one standing, the only one standing. He's going to be looking for his sixth win, and that's against 11 losses for the year. His last start, a 6-2 win, it really did go well against the Astros. The A's won that game. Looking ahead to tomorrow night and then again on Wednesday, a day game, getaway day for the Mariners. The A's get to stay home. Uh, it's going to be Luis Castillo against Paul Blackburn tomorrow night. And then on Wednesday, the A's still haven't announced a starter. Uh, for Seattle, it's going to be George Kirby. Um, we'll see who ends up taking the mound for the A's. Uh, on Thursday, the A's begin their final home stand, home series of the home stand. And that's a lot of the word use of the word home in a row there. Sorry about that. Four game set against Detroit, and then it's over. That's what I'm trying to say. Hey, coming up next, after a respectable road trip, I mean, it was 500. You know, the way this year's gone, that's something to celebrate right there. A 500 road trip and a, and a couple of wins over the defending World Series champions. After all that, you were kind of hoping that maybe, maybe just maybe the positive momentum, you know, would just continue. Yeah. Well, about that. In just a minute, we'll get into what happened. How did the wheels fall off against the Padres? But right now, i got to tell you that this show is brought to you by Jace Medical. They are doctor-recommended and doctor-created, which is important because these are people who know medicine like nobody else. And what they want to do is they want to empower you to be able to take care of your own health care. You know, when you least expect it, that's when you should expect it, the unexpected. And Jace Medical knows that. That's why they've come up with the Jace case, which provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use, and that'll give you peace of mind so that you're not just hoping that you might be able to have access to good medicine and good care. You get it in an emergency. Jace Medical makes sure that you've got that medication on hand, and they do everything from the online evaluation, which is how you start, all the way down to the licensed pharmacy medication delivery. And then, of course, the most important part, the ongoing consultation. Do not get caught unprepared. It's no fun. COVID, I've just been reading about the strains that are starting to take off. You want to make sure you don't get sick this season, whether it's flu or anything else. Save more than $360 by getting those life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical. Just use the code Locked On at checkout at jacemedical.com. That is J-A-S-E medical.com. You want to use the promo code Locked on. 
So what went wrong? I don't know. Maybe it'd be easier to say what went right against the Padres. It just was not a good weekend series because we had high hopes and they were dashed pretty quickly. Uh, but, you know, you can dream, right? Uh, the A's kicked off their final homestand of the year against the Padres. Uh, Bob Melvin's comeback, of course. Padres, a team that we don't play too often from the other league. And after we took two out of three from Houston, feeling pretty good about ourselves, the A's were hoping to, you know, continue their winning ways now that they're at home, a little home cooking. That was the hope. Of course, it didn't work out that way. It was indeed a San Diego sweep, and it wasn't pretty. The scores were 8-3 to three in the first game on Friday, 5-2 to two on Saturday afternoon, and then yesterday, 10-1. to one. Mm. Yeah, I took eighth grade math, and I can tell you that's 23-6 to six that we got outscored for the weekend. Not good. And basically outplayed in every single facet of the game. Now, on Friday, it was the long ball that was the A's undoing. In fact, it was bookend bombs that started off in the first inning. Fernando Tatis Jr. was able to hit a home run in the first. And then in the ninth inning, kind of to top it all off, Jose Azucar, you know him. Oh, you don't? Yeah, I don't either. Uh, this was his first Major League Baseball home run. And it was a three-run shot, and it came in the ninth. And the pitching story wasn't good. And I, you know, I feel sort of responsible for that. In fact, I'm just going to go ahead and wear it because, well, because two pitchers that I'm pretty high on that I talked a lot about on Friday ended up taking definitely the wrong end of the stick this weekend. And uh, we'll start off with uh, Sean Newcomb, who was the starting pitcher uh, on Friday. And what it basically came down to was his inability to, to throw strikes. That's been a story all year long. Three walks, and he hit a batter, five hits, four runs. All of those were earned, 79 pitches and only three innings of work, and it was a short night of work uh, for Mr. Newcomb. So, again, I was talking great about him on Friday. The other guy I was telling you about, I said, well, you know, he's going to be Yusmero Petit next year. He just has pretty cool stuff and, you know, nice assortment of pitches. And, yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's uh, Devin Sweet that I was talking about. He got two outs in the ninth inning, and even though there were a couple of runners on, I was kind of thinking he might be able to sort of work his way out of that thing unscathed. But, of course, that didn't happen. Uh, Sweet gives up the three-run bomb to the rookie, Azokar, his first big fly ever in his major league career. And uh, that pretty much put the wraps on it. An 8-3 an to three Padres win is how that one finished off. Now, game two on Saturday, it was another player that I was sort of going out there and talking about it. I'll say, in fact, I was hugging him on the air. I was. I said, Mason Miller, probably our ace next year. Remember that? Well, he's on a pitch count. We already knew that because he'd been injured earlier in the year. And this was already set up to be an opener game. So with all that said, not a lot of pressure. Not a lot of pressure. There was actually plenty of pressure because there were plenty of balls and not enough strikes. Miller walks three in his one inning of work. San Diego jumps out to an early 2 to nothing lead, and, and that's pretty much it because Luis Medina came in, and instead of putting out the fire, uh, it's like he threw a little gasoline on there uh, because he walked four in just three and two-thirds innings. So all told, that's eight free passes in the A's 5-2 to two loss. You got to throw strikes. You can't catch a walk. You know all the sayings. Well, then on Sunday, yesterday, 
it was, uh, I want to call it, step right up, hurry, hurry, get your tickets to the Juan Soto show. Because that's what it was. Soto goes a very loud three for five, two of the three out of the Coliseum. Well, not completely, but into the stands. Two Juan Soto home runs. Uh, You know why the guy's an all-star, right? Finishes the day with six RBIs. That's right, six. And, of course, that uh, wraps up the sweep. If you're looking for a bright spot, and if you're an A's fan, that's all we do, right? Looking for a bright spot and all of that. Well, I think we could probably come up with one, right? Let me see. Hmm. Oh, yeah. I mentioned also on Friday while I was building up those other guys, I I said very good things about a fellow that we just picked up from the Cincinnati Reds named Joe Boyle. Remember I said, I think Boyle has outstanding stuff and could definitely see him grabbing a spot in the rotation next year for the A's. Well, Joe got his major league debut uh, on Sunday, pitching against a pretty tough team in the Padres. And what did he do? Well, he looked great. That's what he did. Struck out four in his three innings of work, but there was no relief in sight, however, because after that, you might notice a trend here. Ken Waldachuk and Devin Sweet, there's that guy again, they combined to surrender 12 hits, 10 runs in five innings after Boyle left with the goose eggs on the board. Okay? Other than that, and I'm looking for highlights here, I guess, you know, we got some home runs. You could talk about that, right? Shea Langoliers continued to swing the hot bat as he came off that series against the Astros where he hit a couple of home runs, and he hit another one on Friday, so that's great. And Brent Rooker uh, goes yard in the first game of the series and also the third game. And um, those are pretty much the bright spots, unless your name's Bob Melvin and you you had your homecoming and you wanted your homecoming weekend to be great and you wanted to be able to come in and have it just be perfect. Well, it kind of was, literally, for Bo Mel, as the Padres take all three of those. All we can do now is just get ready for the Mariners. Up next, it's this day in A's three. And, of course, it is a record year. How about that, huh? I mean, they're not good records, but they're records. So there you go. Show's brought to you by Sleeper. The MLB playoffs are right around the corner. Here they come. We're not in them, but we can watch them. And that means the clock is tick, tick, ticking away on your chance to get 100 times your cash on daily fantasy baseball. Now, baseball's never been more exciting than it is right now. You saw that yesterday, right? Juan Soto, one of the reasons why you can get excited about baseball. You got Ronald Acuna, you have Shohei when he's healthy, and Mookie Betts, and all these great players. You know what you can do, though? You can go on the Sleeper app, and you can bet on those stars. Home runs, hits, innings pitch, strikeouts. Pick your category. You can win up to 100 times payout on Sleeper. Get your picks right, and you can win big. Use the promo code Locked On, and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions do apply. Make sure that you see Sleeper's terms of use for details. All right, before we get out of here, let's talk a little bit about records. And they're the wrong kind of records, but, you know, records are still records, aren't they? Maybe not so much. Let's talk about it. All right, so the A's are going to be playing out the string, and they're going to try to avoid being the worst team in Oakland A's history. That happened back in 1979. We talked about the Triple A's a few shows back. And, uh, again, the A's are going to have to win more than they lose going the rest of the way 
just to avoid that. But besides that, there are actually some other records that are out there. We, well, let's start with the only one that I would consider to be sort of okay, which is we, we lead the major leagues in pinch hits. What in the name of Vic Davalio are you talking about? Well, let me Gonzalo Marquez you this, Jesus Alou. That's for the old school A's fans. Those guys were all great pinch hitters if you hadn't figured that out. Um, we do lead the league in pinch hits. We got 40. Last time that happened, I, I can hardly contain my excitement. 1927. Remember, you, you hear a lot about the 27 Yankees with Babe Ruth and Lou Gehrig. Well, the 1927 Philadelphia A's, what did they do? I'll tell you what they did. They did it better than anybody. They pinch hit. Yeah, they had 50. So I get, that's cool, right? We're 10 away. Are we going to get to the record? I don't think so. But hey, you want records? You got records. Let me tell you. A's pitchers, you know, our pitching staff, we've hit 91 batters. I'm trying to do this with a straight face, okay? We've hit 91 batters, which is only four short of tying the all-time American League record of 95. Okay, well, what about when the bases are loaded? Have you got any bases loaded records, Wayne? What about, what about when the bags are full? Oh, yeah, we're real good at that. Seven grand slams. That's one short of the A's record. Also, tied for most walks with the bases loaded and set a franchise record with seven bases loaded Wild pitches. <laughs> and they said it couldn't be done. Come on, man. We're the A's. New all-time A's record set for most losses and runs allowed by relief pitchers. And with that 10-to-1 loss to San Diego yesterday, 16th time this year that they have lost a game by nine runs or more. 16 times. Think about that. That's getting blown out a lot. That's the most that's ever happened in A's history, and it's the most that's ever happened in the National or American League going all the way back to 1901. Yeah, 122 years ago. But hey, you know, we're setting records, right? Let's see what else. Oh, yeah, yesterday, Joe Boyle talked about him a lot. Uh, last show that we did and then again today. I do like the kid. He became the 23rd starting pitcher for the A's this year. Now, what significance does that have? Well, we are only one short of tying the all-time Major League Baseball record, which is 24. Okay? We've used 23 starting pitchers. I would implore David Forrest and Mark Kotze and everybody else who's involved in you know, the decision-making for the athletics. Right now, call up two pitchers from Las Vegas that haven't played yet in the major leagues or pitched for the A's at least this year, okay? Bring them up, let them go, just so we can say we set the record. Because two would be 25 starting pitchers in, in one season. Can you believe that? 1915, by the way, the all-time Major League Baseball record for most starters used in a season, 24. Hey, at least it was the A's. It was the Philadelphia A's. A little history there, or A's-tory, as we like to call it. And on this date in A's-tory, before we get away today, 
It was on this date, September 18th in the year 2000. In the year of our Lord, 2000. It was Y2K, and it was that guy, Sports Illustrated cover boy Jason Giambi, who broke former Sports Illustrated cover boy and MVP, Jose Canseco's single season record for RBI. Just a quick aside, do you say RBI like he had 100 RBI? Or do you say 100 RBIs? Because RBI is runs batted in. He had 100 runs batted in. RBI. If you say RBIs, which all of us do, what you're really saying is 100 runs batted in. Just something I was thinking about. Anyway, single season record was set by Mr. Giambi. Uh, he ended up uh, getting 137 RBI for the year back in 2000. And in 2002, we're going to end with a record, okay? Billy Koch. You remember Billy Koch, Moneyball era? Well, he became the first pitcher ever in Major League history to save 40 games and win 10 games. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Can we beat the Mariners, please? Is that possible? Thanks for making Locked On A's your first listen every single day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast, And, of course, on YouTube, all part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. And thanks for being one of those people who make us your first listen every single day. Whether it's the podcast or the YouTube version, we appreciate you being around big time. And I just asked, so I'll ask again, can we beat the Mariners? Can we? I don't know. But I do know this. We are locked on A's every single day. Thanks for being here. Take care. I'm Wayne Coy. Until next time, keep on swinging.